Hello, this is Jen, and you are listening to the Girl Brave Podcast. How are you today? I have an interview with a young woman named Eva. She is in a play with my son, and I know her mother, and just seeing her come out of rehearsals, she's just all so excited and bright, and I just was drawn to that energy and asked her to be a part of the podcast. So anyway, let's meet Eva. Hello, Eva. How are you today? I'm doing really great. Well, I'm so excited that you're here talking with me. Before we get started, can you tell us how old you are and what grade you're in? Okay, so I am 11 years old. I'm turning 12 real soon, and I am in sixth grade at Irving Middle School. How's sixth grade going? Sixth grade is going great. At first, I was really scared about like going into school and having everything be different. But by now, it's basically like super easy and like just routine for me. Good, good. How long do you think it took you to get used to it all? I think it took me about a week. I did, I have to admit, get lost one time and go to a wrong class where the seventh graders were and they uh-huh. all stared at me. It was, <laughs> yeah. All right. So you and my son, Stefan, are in Rudolph Jr. at the Lincoln Community Playhouse. What has got you into acting and, and why are you interested in that? Well, I don't know exactly how this started, but I did a lot of camps there. I started and I got, and I just had so much fun. I made friends with a lot of people. We had fun and I actually connected with some of my friends who I went to preschool with and I hadn't seen in a while and we all were in it and it was really fun. And then we just connected and I started doing more and more and more. And then this year is my first time actually trying out for a main stage production at the Lincoln Community Playhouse. And in the main stage, you have to audition and see if you get in. The character just like, you will have a part. But yeah, it was really fun. Were you nervous to audition? I was very nervous to audition, but I have um, an amazing voice teacher who helped me and we practiced my song a lot. And by the audition, I was ready. Awesome. What song did you use to audition with? I used Live Out Loud from um, the musical of A Little Princess. It's a classic book and it's also a good movie, but they made it into a musical recently and their songs are just amazing. I love that. Well, congratulations for making your first show that you have to do on auditions for. I love it. I also know that you are super creative. You like to dance. You like to write. You like to do art. You like to sing. Tell me about all the things that you love to do. So I got creativity from my mom and my dad. They both love to write and paint. Um, My dad actually painted some like a painting that my grandma has in her room and it's really good and then my mom loves to paint too they're both really creative and I'm super creative too so I have a very active imagination which means if I watch any scary movie then I will be getting nightmares for weeks to come but also if I see something and I'm like don't have anything to do then I'm going to start thinking about it and in my mind there's like 
inspiration comes from it when I don't have something to do or I do have something to do, but I'm not quite focusing on it. And I see that one thing and then it sort of inspires into my mind and it can make inspiration for writing and painting and all of that sort of stuff. So when that inspiration hits and you feel like writing a poem or drawing something and you're looking at the blank page, how do you start? I like to start by first thinking of my characters. Now, I love creating characters. It's one of my favorite things. It's like it gives the whole story like a start. So once I've created my characters and thought who I want it, like the premise of it, poem, writing, whatever, then it's really easy to start writing because you know what you're writing about and you know like a bit about them. And so then you're like, well, knowing knowing them, then you can write your poem, your book, your what you're writing. If there's a girl listening to this podcast and she hasn't written anything before, but she's got that inspiration bubbling, you say suggest starting with the character. Can you give her some ideas on how to start imagining or building a character? Yeah. So um, I'm going to use an example of something that I did with my friend Lumi. And I've written two books with her, and we started off with our characters. This actually started off as a role-playing game that we did together. And first, we spent, we love to do this, we spent a lot of time with characters. So first, we just thought in our mind, like, okay, so we want our characters to be something relatable, and we want them to be like us, but not exactly like us. Um, We want that. Um, so we can imagine but we want them to be kind of like us so we can relate to them and other people can too so we find that like personality we always start with their personality and then we branch out to like what they look like their hairstyle everything about them just like have fun creating that in our mind and Lumi's a really good artist so she likes to draw it out and then she'll just like slip the paper to me like I drew them and I'm like great but yeah, and, I so love that, that. and so then once we have that, we start off really simple, just like thinking of everyday life for them. Like what's an everyday day in their life? What would that be? And then we can start off our story. Like usually there's something special that happens in the beginning. Like in the beginning, all four of them from the different kingdoms meet each other. And it's called the four elements. All four of them meet each other, all of the four element heirs. They meet each other at this four element meeting of their parents. And that's what we did. And then we sort of just branched out and gave them like a mission, a cause, something that they had to do because, and like some mystery in it. And we just, um, we wrote and we just imagined as we went and if we like didn't have any ideas then it's really great to do with our partner I think because if I didn't have any ideas Lumi almost always did and if she didn't then I would and we and if we both had an idea then we just discussed it and we'd find which one we liked more and made more sense and then just used it. I love that idea if you don't know what to write find a friend and then you guys can bounce ideas off of each other That's great. So I know in my past, when I've written something or drawn something, there's always a time during the process where I look at it and I go, oh my gosh, I don't think this is good at all. Right. 
Do yeah. you ever have those feelings? And if so, what do you tell yourself to like keep you going and move past that negative voice that's saying this isn't good? What I do when I think it's not good is I let people help me. I let people, I let, I, I look at it and I'm thinking, what do I not like about it? Okay, so I don't like how that character acted. I don't think that's how they do would do that. Or maybe it just doesn't seem on beat. And then I can go and I could ask my parents like, hey, what do you guys think of this? And if my mom's like, honey, it's a little offbeat, then I'll be like, yeah, that's what I thought too. Maybe I should make the words more flow more, help more, just like, I can revise it and edit it because a lot of writing is about editing. Like some people, they just like write the whole thing and then they go back and edit it all. And I just think that's really hard. So I just edit as I go along. And then at the end though, I edit more too, because you know, just to make it great and rounded. Yeah. It always helps to keep adding more to it, editing it, coming up with new ideas, trying new plots and new situations. How many times do you think that you have edited um, some of the books that you've written? I don't know. I do edit like a lot. I've added literally um, cool chapters to my books. Like if I wanted like um, like a chapter that like introduces it all, then I'll be like, maybe I should do that. And then my problem with one of the books was because I did this and I also I spent a lot of time making sure like chapter one linked to chapter one and it has the page number but now after I edit then I have to go through and change all the page numbers and oh, I, yes and I do edit it a lot so I'm like should I just leave it blank or should I just keep on editing it and changing the page number so I just decided to keep it blank until I think I'm good with it yeah that's a great idea so I'm sure you love to read if you love to write. What yeah. are the three favorite books that you read this year? Okay, so three favorite books. I literally just finished this book yesterday. It was gripping. It is called Scythe, and it is about this sort of utopia and dystopia world in the future. Because so they're like, um, nobody can die. Humans have let the Thunderhead, which is an evolution of the cloud, take over. It makes sure there's no disease. It provides for everybody. There's no world hunger. None of that. We've conquered all of that. Nobody can die, though, except, except, and if they do, they get revived, that you can revive yourself. And you have healing entities and all of these things that, like, make sure you don't get hurt. But the only people that can die, so population control, is the sides they get to kill people then they, mm -hmm. they can't be killed and they can grant immunity to people so they can't be gleaned for a year but they glean people and that's what they call killing and they do it for population control they have a certain amount they have to do and if they show bias to anybody like kill too many people that um are like um if they kill too many people that are like tonists which are these um it's basically the only religion that they have left because everybody is immortal now. So they don't even think about anything else besides themselves, basically. But they all, but the Tonus, they, it's like a mashup of every single religion. And it's, they um, worship um, sounds and vibrations. So maybe if you kill like 
15 tonists and like not anybody else or only kill tonists then they're going to then they have like punishments and if you kill too many people who are like this but not many people who are this then they'll they'll just give you punishments and um so yeah but it's about these two people who get taken on as apprentices for Scythe Fair Day. And it started out every all of the size were really good, really good. And they didn't want to lean. They gleaned um, because they had to, because nobody else could do it. And you have to go through a whole apprenticeship and this whole thing. But now the Scythe um, are kind of becoming corrupt mm-hmm. because of the... Um, some sides just want to kill for fun. They're, they're, they enjoy it. They're becoming like mortal age Sith murderers, but they can't be punished because they're sides. You see, you see the Thunderhead, which controls everything and makes sure everything's good. It um, is responsible for life, but it's not responsible for death, which the sides are. So it can only watch and see what the sides do. It can't even stop them. So that was a book I read and it was really good. Wow, that sounds so interesting. Mm-hmm. Do you read books super quick? Like, do you start it and finish it in a couple of days? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so what what other two books have you loved? Another book that I really loved that I read, it's called The Was Pop Chocolate Shop. And it was about this, these people. And um, they sort of learned that basically the whole magic is real thing. And they found this magical cat. And I love cats, so... It obviously caught my attention. And they had an evil uncle who's not really evil. And this whole thing to do with chocolate and magic. The, the magic, the chocolate is basically magic. But they went on this whole adventure to put all three together. And um, in the end, the uncle who actually murdered his two siblings um, was stopped. And yeah. Wow. Where do you find the books that you read? I like to find them at like the library, like little hidden gems. And my mom, she actually bought me Scythe because it's a book that she had read and really loved and she wanted me to read it too. What books do you want to read next? Do you have any books that you want to read next or write next? So I'm actually working on a new book to write next and it's called Ren's Academy and it's going to be about like um you know all of those like rhyme fairy tale characters <clears throat> after they go through their whole adventure they get pulled into Rhyme's Academy and they're basically all of those evil people they're working for like the other side and they are trying to make sure that every um Peridale gets their happy endings. So basically, they're the ones who are trying to scramble and make sure everything works out okay. I love that idea. All right. Well, speaking of the future, you're going to write that book. Any other goals or dreams that you have for yourself for 2023? I don't know. I'm really excited about like learning new stuff. I was maybe wanting to start guitar because I do piano and voice, but I was thinking of starting guitar because I don't know, my dad does guitar and I just think it'd be really fun to like learn guitar. I love that. Well, maybe I'll check in with you next year and you can sing us a song on your guitar. Yeah. Okay. So my final question is this podcast is called Girl Brave. I would love to hear your definition of what you think it means to be brave. And do you think that you're brave? I think brave, it doesn't, it doesn't mean that you're not scared. You can be scared about new things and about 
any like dangerous things or something that like you have to like step up for you can be scared but I think being brave is knowing that you're scared but still doing it still pushing past still making the difference even though you're scared because if you're not scared of those things then it's kind of like what but they are really scary because some things are really scary and um but being brave is pushing past your fear and trying the new thing or doing what it takes I 100% agree do you think you are brave I think I think so because I've done some brave things and sometimes it's hard to push past and what everybody does or what everybody thinks to do, but it's worth it, you know? It does. It gives us more confidence to try new things every day. Yes. Well, thank you, Eva, so much for being on the podcast today. It was so great talking to you and getting to hear all about your imagination and your goals for next year and your new book that you're writing. Mm -hmm. and uh we'll talk to you soon okay 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 thank you bye bye thanks so much for listening to the go brave podcast i love talking to young women about being brave and hearing all the things that they have in their imagination including the books eva is writing i can't wait to read them if you know anybody who would like to be on the podcast please send me an email it's Jen at Pin Curl Girls. That's P-I-N-C-U-R-L-G-I-R-L-S. And um, we will just catch you next time. All right. Thanks. Bye.